What's good, people? What's good, people? It's Reg. It's Stone. And we just, once again, record basically a whole podcast and destroyed it. <laughs> Into the vaults. The 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 record button was not on. It was it was it was sad. Was dropping did, gems, I, we, we, true we, we, Hollywood stories. Somehow we figured out the cure of cancer. Any? <laughs> who knew it was gonna be grapefruit? Who knew? Yeah, it was just it's, it's nuts. It's roots. <laughs> it's nuts. But uh, but yeah, CBD, like, CBD, it's CBD, <laughs> grapefruit, CBD. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's good, people? What's good, people? Uh, I, I, I hope you all are staying warm. Yeah, because uh. Actually, you know, at least according to our president, I guess this is a good thing because you know, no global warming. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, I hope you're out there staying warm. You know, holding your loved ones tight. You know, enjoying this Antarctic weather. You know, get in your igl- in your igloos with mm. the Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> Shout out to our Chicago listeners. I don't know how y'all are doing it. Yeah, I, that's just crazy. Like negative twenty something. Like what? Are you, I mean. Shout us out! Like, how are you surviving? I, how do you survive as a human? I think <laughs> at, at that time I would just say, "Fuck, fuck the Bulls." I'm just, I'm just a Blackhawks fan. <laughs> Hockey all the way. I'm out there curling. I'm, I'm changing my whole lifestyle. <laughs> uh, anyway, people. Anyway, yeah. So um, it's it's been an interesting. It's it's been a lot of weird. It's like not a lot of new albums per se, but a lot of weird things popping and popping up in music in general. Yeah, just a little musical grab bag. Yeah, this a little week. musical grab bag. So I think the big one we're gonna start off with is guess who's fighting in the courts again? <laughs> Kanye and Jay Z. I thought we were not gonna say his name. Oh, we try. We try. <laughs> Ma- Maga man. Ma- Maga, Ma- Maga fan number one. Redacted. <laughs> He's gonna be in the Mueller things, or it's gonna be like MAGA fan redacted number one showed up on MTV saying whoop whoop whoop. I mean, I'm sure he'll be like a part of the Federal Reserve, like your boy Herman Herman Cain. Uh, you read about that? Yeah, nah, I don't know. I mean, Kanye. I think Kanye's gonna be next up in the administration. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's up. You know, it's, might might start kissing some ass right now. Maybe I should. We should all start start being pro Trump because <laughs> the, the way the government's going, inevitably we'll get a job in there anyway before the next two years are done. Before all the firings. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Long story short, uh, Kanye's suing Jay Z, which is a poor course. I can't say Jay Z per se, but Rockefeller record labels. It's the Jay-Z. idea. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's the idea of just generally where you know if you're if you're a big major superstar actually if you're probably even not even a major superstar the idea is after a while the accountant gets funny and basically he had he put a lawsuit out there kind of saying he was getting his dues for a lot of the Rockefeller productions specifically he called that blueprint and what I thought about the blueprint was that it wasn't just like oh you know blah 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 you know I was supposed to get X amount of points how come I didn't get these points what was interesting is specifically with the blueprints, he said that it helped revitalize Jay-Z's career. I don't know about that one. I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. Jay-Z, you know, Blueprint is definitely arguably his his classic record. But you know, if 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 I could have like a hard knock life volume two, <laughs> if I could have a big pimpin' volume three. You know, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad career. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I, I I thoroughly enjoy Blueprint. I think Blueprint is like a great album. Um, not like my favorite Jay Z album. That would be American Gangster. People people are sleeping on that. But uh, I, could, I could definitely see that actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it, I. 
Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's a stretch. I feel like Blueprint Jay Z was already like, <laughs> yeah, Jay Z, Jay Z. Come on, and and just uh, I would even make the argument that like it was even the best produced song. Actually, no, that's that's a lie because the Girls, Girls, Girls remix was off the record. Yeah, but the Girls, Girls, Girls remix with that Neptune beat. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Yeah. So it's just kind of weird for him to kind of make the agitation because specifically then Jay Z was I don't think you would make the argument he was he was the, he was the greatest MC walking on earth at that time yeah like he was literally the god Jay the god the god MC as he 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 loved to proclaim over and over again yeah so I just thought that was kind of interesting just because I was like what you revitalized Jay Z's career but I don't al- know about that but also too like I feel like the tracks produced by Kanye on this album are probably not my favorite no they're not you know. Like I, I feel like Just Blaze has better tracks. Like like uh I mean like H two Izzo is like probably my least favorite JC's track. Yeah. It's the most annoying hook ever. <laughs> uh. That and like Jigga. Yeah, Jigga's back. Hey Poppy. Oh man. Jay Z's like... had some of the worst <laughs> hooks ever. It's and it's weird because he's so Oh come on, Sunshine. Sunshine. Wow. <laughs> we have to do a whole podcast on just the worst Jay Z hooks. <laughs> My man. Woo. Woo. So like, yeah, I mean like you're not even producing the, the, the best tracks on the album, son. Yeah, no, I, and I'd almost make the argument it's it's the reverse. Even though he had to kind of do his own thing to kind of break away to be known as an MC, when he was showing up, it was like, oh, no, that was the guy who produced the blueprints. It yeah. wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like that was his calling card as opposed to Jay-Z where, you true, know, true. he I was mean, struggling. You know, he, yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like like he, Kanye made a name for himself because that, that was when Kanye was building up and like, you know, basically camping out at Rockefeller and like trying to like throw beats at every rapper that came in the door, you know. So yeah, no, that that <laughs> Jay Z should be suing Kanye. <laughs> Which would be, would be awesome, actually. <laughs> Ooh. Uh man, but yeah, no, I, I, you know what's weird? I, I don't know why, because this is, I mean, Blueprint was like two thousand three. I don't know, and this has happened with a lot of these like. Um, music industry lawsuits. And I don't know if, if it's just like you, the lawyers have to take time to build up a case or what. But this happened in 2003, fam. Yeah, you, I, you, you right. I, I figure you know what it is. I think it's just it's like it's like kind of like how it took off a little Wayne to sue. I just think at a certain point you kind of hit that career where it's like, hey, you know, I, I may have the pet tiger <laughs> and I may have this mansion. But I'm not as rich as I thought I was. Let me go call. Let me call the accountants up and see what's happening. You know, it feels like it always is always like you know it's it's and it's also this regular par on course label shenanigans. It feels like for every big megastar, it feels like you know ten years in their career suddenly there's you know just discussions and things kind of switch. And I remember Madonna, Metallica. It just seems like all these big acts. There's always this big thing where eventually they're like, hey, let me look at those books again, and mm. then. You know, yeah. lawsuits are flying. And I can't really blame them because, makes sense. not to be funny, they are getting janked. They are getting screwed. Well, yeah. All right. So I, 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 I'll I, take that back. I mm. mean, I, that makes sense. And also, too, I'm sure, you know, look, we're all much younger then. Yeah. We're all younger <laughs> and stupider. And, you know, yeah, like people could have been taken advantage of. Yeah, no, it's you crazy. It's, it's, it's stuff where, and I feel like it's hard across, because I remember Nine Inch Nails sued the manager, and it was something, something crazy where he took like 30% of the profits. 
the Trent Reznor or something. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it's I mean, always, like, I mean, it's the record industry. It's something where, you know, I think people think that, you know, to be a great band, you have to have, you know, a great singer, a great drummer. It's like, no, you just have to have a good kick-ass lawyer yeah. who's not shady themselves, basically. <laughs> that, that, that's the biggest thing you need to survive in the business. Yeah. 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 And then what else? Cardi B's everywhere. That's another thing that pops I mean, up. She's she's doing her thing. She's living her best she's life. She's living her best life. But uh, well, my what I thought was interesting was she did the AVN Award, which is basically the the, the Oscars of pornography. <laughs> Kids, if you don't know about the AVN Awards, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Google it. But that's the thing. But I, not at work. It's it's it's, it's, it's maybe with all these porn, no, not really porn types, but like these you porn. Maybe you were beyond that. Maybe maybe the the porn industry has taken a similar hit that the music industry has taken. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting about this because. I mean, number one, she did it, and there's, like, no blowback. Yeah, no, and I love it. I love the fact. There's no blowback. But I I know, like, people are like, oh, you know, I on some of the hip-hop boards, they're like, oh, Cardi's manager is not going to like this. And, like, I feel like Cardi, like, probably weighed the pros and cons and was like, you know what? I'm going to do this because this is what people expect me to do. Yeah. It's not like Cardi, Cardi, you know, I'm not saying... I'm not demeaning like her like work as a stripper, but like she's worked in the sex industry Street. before, and it's keeping true to, and that's what I like about it. Where <laughs> it's not like this, like you know, she's like Taylor Swift doing this shit. Yeah, you know? and then and but what I love about it, it's it's very true to Cardi. Where because like I even saw a clip of it, and it's like a full production. It's like she came out there half assed. Oh yeah, and it's like there's fucking dancers and fucking things happening. So it's what I loved about it is the fact of where. Remember years ago, like we were discussing before, like you would have these MTV specials about, you know, because, you know, you had the Tommy Lee and the Pamela Anson sex tape, and they were saying how porn is kind of taboo and all this other stuff. And it's kind of cool where, in a weird way, and don't get me wrong, pornography is run by, you know, pornography business in general is run by men, and it's definitely sexist and racist, but it is kind of weird 360 that... You, you know, we're in a kind of place where generally we sex shame sex workers. Yeah. And you've got somebody where she's in a, she's in a plateau where she never, she doesn't even have to twerk anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, she could leave all those things behind, do a little money ass raps behind, you know, yeah. $15, $15 million furs and chill. But she's somebody where even though it might have just been a check for a check at the end of the day, it's kind of cool to kind of see her like, you know, do things where, which be, be seen unseemly, but it's still part of the brand. Like it's still Cardi B. It's still, you know, stripper Cardi B to Instagram star Cardi B to, you know, mega pop star Cardi B. It's still the same Cardi B. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. And, and like I said, like, you know, I, I am, you know, I'm not going to talk about the porn industry, you know, whatever, like, but, but again, like, like she's staying true to her brand. Like, this is like the most brand aligned, one of the, one of the most brand aligned things she's done. Yeah. Agreed. You know, like, like she's still going to strip club. She's still doing that thing. Like he's still keeping in touch with that community. So yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I was a little surprised just cause like number one, the AVN awards, I, I forgot they still happened. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Like I said, I feel like the industry's got to be in tatters, but that's all. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like the pornography industry is like like anything has been disrupted by yeah. like free pornography and like you know all this other stuff like, and pop ups. Yeah, <laughs> like people aren't paying like thirty nine ninety nine like for pornography anymore. So yeah, I, I was surprised like it was still going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, was, yeah, like I'm I'm happy for our culture at the fact that like 
this is not a thing. Yeah, no. And, and I love the fact of even how when she got in trouble for, not really got in trouble, but where that conservative writer, kind of Twitter person, kind of went out her head a little bit for that twerk video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and she was on some like, this is, what's wrong with me just being, you know, it's videos all women. We're all just here just doing the twerking stuff. Why Why you got to shame us? What's wrong with you? What's Because I think that the writer specifically mentioned me too. And he's like, what does this have to do with being raped and everything else? Yeah. And it's weird because what I love about Cardi B is the fact of where, and she's kind of taking this idea of where, you know, I'm just a regular schmegular girl from the Bronx. And she's doing stuff that on the low is very progressive and stuff where like she kind of doesn't really get credit for where, you know, you may not see the line between just general doing the AVN awards and, and having a twerk video and see how that's empowering. But not to be funny, the music industry in America in general is so ass backwards. Yeah. Just somebody celebrating sex work. <laughs> As a positive, and it's not shamed in some weird like you know she's a slut. It's 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 unseemly. It's it's uncatholic. It's unchristian. You know that's actually fucking moving the needle forward a little bit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's interesting too. Like I look, I, I you know I'm not going to sit here as a cisgender male and talk about feminism. Yeah. And like what's you know, but you know I remember when, when the truck video came out. Like I was just looking at the Twitter comments because, you know, people were trying to shame her. Um, even people in black community were trying to shame her. And, like, there's all these, like, you know, voices of support. And there's all these people p- pointing out in that video. It was all women in that whole entire video. Like, no dudes. Like, you know, like, it's a celebration of, you know, or what of what they felt was, was a positive celebration, you know? So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool to see people coming around to this. Um and look, you know, I, I know people are kind of, you know, like, like I, I think we we're still having this discussion about, you know, what, you know, like women should what 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 image women should put out there in the world. But I also feel like the more images out there, the more diversity of images out there, the exactly. better. It's, like, it's and yeah. And that's it. It's the idea of where there shouldn't be a limit or a, an idea behind an image. Like if she wants to go put out a twerk video, she can do that. Same way she wants to put out a video of her, you know, being an action store or a video of her being as pious and, you know, four square meals, picket fence, everything else, family. It's the idea of where, you know, ideally, even and like I said, it's it's so sad to kind of say. Even if it's a sexualized image, even if it's a sexualized image to make to sell records, at least she's doing it on her own terms. Yeah, no, like definitely, that needles definitely. at least move. Yeah, I mean, where generally it's usually a dude, you know, yeah. smoking a cigar somewhere in the back, like yeah, yeah you wearing this and you are doing that to make me money. Oh yeah, no, yeah. There, there, there's countless, countless, countless stories of like you know rappers, female rappers, and R&B stars. Like, you know, basically being told by, yeah, like men in suits to like sex up their image and things like that. And I know a couple personally, I'm not going to share, but like, I know they've gone through that sh- that struggle. So yeah, like as long as Cardi is like, you know, as long as it's her idea and the, this is what you want to do, like, you know, have at it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do, you know, it'd be great to, to, to expand the idea and it's happening too i mean like the expanding the idea of what a quote-unquote female pop star will look like um you know like we're getting like some trickles of that with like this new class of r&b stars that are coming out but they're not on cardi b's level you know we're getting trickles like lmi and we're getting trickles of like you know like a no name or Her. her yeah like those are they're getting buzz but they're not at the point yet where 
you know, like of a Cardi B, but uh, it, it's coming. Quick side story. Did you hear about how the Grammy list actually leaked? Apparently, the Grammy list leaked, and the reason yeah. why, and you know, they, they denied it, so nobody knows if it's true or not. But what I found interesting was her won like record of the year. Like, she was nominated and she won something big, so we'll see. Like, apparently, what? she, yeah, I was just like, what? I was like, and it's, I mean, it might even be album of the year. It was something where I was like, oh my God, I'm surprised she actually got, but we'll see. Again, there's all rumors. What? All rumors and innuendo. We'll see. But uh, you might actually have to pay attention to the Grammys this year. It sucks. Oh, damn. I was planning on not ignoring it completely. No. I, <laughs> but I was now gonna, it got me. I was going to watch for this podcast because the people. Oh, the people? The people want this. Oh, I, was, I, was, I might watch it try to basically go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's good for insomnia. Great. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Some more hot takes. We got more time? Absolutely. Okay, it, cool. Uh, yo, let's talk about your boy, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Your boy, Soldier Boy. All right, Soldier Boy. All right, so what we can talk about technically is he showed up <laughs> to your radio station and basically made some claims about how he was ground zero for a lot of rap stars' careers. You know, Drake stole his flow. He was the first one to know who Migos were, if I remember correctly. It was one of the claims. Yeah. Um, so that's on one level. On another level, uh, washed up rapper showed up, coked up out of his mind, <laughs> <laughs> and went on a crazy rant at a radio station. <laughs> More at 11. <laughs> More at 11. So I'm kind of in between both, but I do see his bigger points. Because obviously he shows up there and he's, you know, he's a little buffoonish. He's got a, he's got a Gucci headband that's all stretched out. He's cracking all these jokes. He's telling all these crazy stories about how he's disarming, you know, a thousand and one goons, John Wick style of AKs. <laughs> so obviously he's, you know, he's a little, he's, he's a little high, you know, maybe not the cocaina, but definitely on the marijuana. But the thing with him is the fact that he actually had some points. Cause I think his bigger point was the fact of where he's kind of underrated and underappreciated as far as what he brought to the game. And it's true. Soldier Boy is a person I'll never forget. I was at the Universal Circus. Universal Circus. It's a thousand and one kids going crazy. You know, just just pure pure noise. And at a certain point, Soldier Boy song comes on, and they all stop and start singing along. And I think where we kind of forget is he was one of the first rappers to have these like viral, almost viral internet songs. Oh yeah, go huge and cross over in ways that you would not expect. And I think it's something where it's par on course where, you know, your 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 little pump could have a, you know, Gucci gang on the SoundCloud and then, you know, five months later it'd be huge or, you know, or your or your Mo Bamba Sheck West. Yeah. But really it's it kinda starts that that weird line between internet and radio where it started getting disintegrated is definitely with Soldier Boy. Yeah. And it's funny too, I I have kind of a similar story where I was in like Columbia, South Carolina, I went down for a wedding. And like after the wedding, we went down to like University of South Carolina, like that, like the strip. You know, every college town has like a strip of bars. <laughs> and like we went down there, it was actually kind of cool. They they blocked off the streets every like for a Friday and Saturday night, so it's kind of like you know walking down Sixth Street in Austin or like New Orleans or something. And we like you know started drinking, and we went to this like Japanese restaurant. And the Japanese restaurant had all like college kids. And I remember one person just started singing the Soldier Boy like song, and like everybody in the in the restaurant started singing. <laughs> and then somebody was like Superman that, and like 
the other side, half of the restaurant would be like, oh, <laughs> and I never seen anything like this. And you're talking about like white kids, black kids, Asian kids, like in the in the deep south. And they're all just like vibing off of this song, all strangers. And I was like, oh, shit, this song. Like you know, and, and look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an old crusty hip hop dude sometimes. <laughs> so you know, I was kind of like I was hating on it. You know, I was one of Soldier Boy's haters that he railed on at the on the Breakfast Club Club interview. But at that point, I had to give him his props. Like he created something that was viral. Like, he started like a movement. Yeah, and you know, you're right. Like like you know, all of these like Gucci Gang and like all these things, like all these songs, like that blueprint was laid down by Soldier Boy. Um, and I think like even what, what like one of the things that Soldier Boy was trying to say too is like it's like yeah every, like even if you say oh you're the 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 prototype of, of meme rap he's trying to say I was on the Migos I was on all of these like Atlanta rappers I was like setting up all of these like um, you know I, I guess he introduced the Migos to Drake or something like, that. like I was doing that back in two like you know two thousand two thousand three so like it's not even like the meme stuff it's like the Atlanta rap community in general. And like, you can't like, I can't dispute that. Yeah. You know, I can't I, dispute that. It's something where he's, he's got points. And, and the thing is that with the way that the industry has changed, he definitely the blueprint out that everybody else has followed. And I think it's a little unfortunate. I think it's unfortunate where, you know, he's 28. <laughs> yeah. And he's kind of like, you know, just because the way the rap cycle is, he's so washed up. And I, I, I don't want to say wash up. This, this no, mean, but, but like, like I, he almost, uh, you know, it's almost like ten years ago it was like shit. Yeah, it felt like a, it's a decade, but it feels like a long time ago. Yeah, it's same way how Lil Wayne is basically like, you know, one yeah. of the, the old, an elder of rap, but he's somebody who's barely in his, in, he's basically barely in his mid thirties. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of weird where it's like, you know, when rappers like, you know, your 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 Jay Zs are and your and your Kanyes are in their forties. So it's, it's it's bizarre. Yeah. But like it's 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 something where and like I said, it's even though I was cracking jokes about him, you know, he was a little bit erratic to say the least, even though it was for a comedic effect. It's somebody where I would I would love to hear Soldier Boy come like it's it'd be cool if if because of this and because it kinda went viral because it was so bizarre and kind of funny, the interview, it'd be cool for him to hop on like a, you know, on the on a little pump track. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, I would I, you know, yeah, I know he's been like Dropping track. Like, I haven't been like following Soldier Boy. I don't think anybody's been following Soldier you know, Boy. I know he's been putting out music, but yeah, no. I mean, I, I hope he's able to kind of leverage this into something. Like, I mean, it, 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 I don't know what that something is. I don't know if we're <laughs> ready for that something. But you know, like, I, I I want him to leverage something. Uh, I I you know I did have this as a topic, and maybe this is something that we can talk about in like a, a, another podcast, but. You know he's trying with this video game console. He's trying. He has a, he has a great idea, uh, just poor, poor execution. Yeah, it goes back but, to our, know, our our lost podcast about how you know there are certain rappers in the past that laid the background of where you know the, the rap game is up paying what it what it used to pay. And yeah, you, and sometimes you have to branch out. Yeah, but I I mean look he he's like pretty much importing like shitty ass like. <laughs> <laughs> Highly illegal copyright game like consoles, <laughs> Raspberry Pis, basically. Yeah, like Raspberry Pis with like you know like ROMs of Nintendo like sixty four games. 
and selling it. And I really hope he doesn't like go to jail for it because like that that shit will send you to jail. Yes, you can kill five like black dudes apparently and <laughs> talk about it, but you sell some counterfeit shit, you're going to jail. If you fuck up corporate money, you can there's yeah. a lot of you can, you can, you can kill lots of people. <laughs> if you mess with a company's bottom line, woo boy. <laughs> but you know, I like the I like the idea of it. Like I like the idea of like him actually doing hardware. And I feel like, you know, Soldier Boy is, is not going to be to be that dude who, like, <laughs> makes it successful. But according to him, he sold, like, 100,000 of these units, which... According to him... You know what? I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Like, I wouldn't doubt that he sold 100,000 units. And, you know, good for him. Like, yeah. that's a little tiny profit. But, like, maybe he's setting up the door, like, opening up the door for somebody else to kind of think of something better. Or, like, maybe partner with a hardware maker or, like, do something that... It's a bit more stable, <laughs> but again, like you know, like like I I feel like I feel like the the dude like you know at least is being innovative. Yeah, like, he's continuing to to try. Like he's not going to succeed, but like he gets an A for effort. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I and I think it's the it's it's it goes in a long tradition of where like you said even the idea of hardware where the bar is relatively low to kind of you know get like a perfect example how everybody was in hovercrafts for you for, for like a couple of years ago yeah like it would have been that and a lot of those are basically off-brand manufactured things made in china relatively cheap and put over it would have been surprising to have let's say fabulous have like a, a hovercraft you know if you hop on that wave a little early exactly and like you said it's, it's the idea of where even though this specific product <laughs> may not necessarily be the most you know legal product out there the basic idea of where you don't really have to go and it goes back maybe to, maybe back to the Kanye thing you don't have to go to Nike you don't have to go deal with these big brands where the world is getting flatter and as a result maybe you can just kind of come out with your weird Android phone thingy that you want to have you know yeah, yeah, exactly. And look, you know, like if you sell 100, 2,000, or 200,000 units of that, yeah, that's like, you know, it's like a nice profit. Yeah, like, man. yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm actually surprised he didn't do a phone. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very surprised. Like, like he's all about the ringtone, like, era. He was the ringtone era. I'm surprised he did not do his own, like, Android phone. Yeah, no. It's, like, it's, that's easy. Oh, that was easy money. Easy that's money. That's why you probably went for the thing. It's, it's, ah, oh, come easy on. Easy money. Like, get them all drop chip from China. Easy money. The soldier boys. <laughs> <laughs> get us. Get us, soldier. But, yeah, nah. And, like, and like I said, it's, it's more power to him. And like I said, even though it's, even though, again, it probably was intentionally funny and intentionally bizarre, there were some points made. So, like I said, I'm hoping, I, I think he was saying how Schoolboy Q hit him up. I think during an interview, I forget. With, uh, yeah, somehow he was saying, like, I'm hoping that he'll come out and just do some fun stuff. So, yeah, yeah. You know, more power to you, Soldier Boy. More you know, Superman at home. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, because, you know, the, the cycle is so, the world is so, because we're going to all die by nuclear war, invasion, climate change. The, the cycle's gotten so quick. Apparently, now we're celebrating three year anniversaries. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I don't know, like, the, I guess, like, the kids are, like, you know, like, everything is so instant. Like, you know, look, everything, like, six months ago, like, we don't know what happened six months ago. Like, the shit's changed in the past year. Like, I understand it, but I'm also kind of, like, three years, fam. Like, three, three. Three? But it's, three. But it's, it's, it's a classic album. We're talking about Rihanna. Yes, we are. Talk about Auntie, one of the greatest records of all time, up there with the Beatles. Up there with Pink you're Floyd. You're about to get shot, man. Up there with anything Stevie Wonder has done. You're going to get shot. Better than The Secret Life of Plants. 
<laughs> R.I.P. Reg. <laughs> no, no, no. But I think it's what I what I do like about the fact of the, like people were kind of like, oh, Auntie came out a couple years ago. Is I felt like people kind of forgot that out of nowhere, Rihanna became an album artist. Like that was her best work, and that, nobody cared. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was on some like bitch, but I have my money and all the other singles he's dropped, and you know around that time before that album release. But it, I think people kind of forget what a cohesive work it was. Yeah, and it's kind of cool that people kind of revisiting it, and that's why even now the rumored you know dancehall influenced you know world music influenced album, I'm kind of looking forward to it because she was somebody where you know she could always get really dope tracks and make really dope songs, and you know they played to her strengths, but they were never cohesive. What I love about Auntie is that she didn't even shit out of her wheelhouse where she had that James joint. Yeah. Where it's almost like Neo Soulish. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like she just she was just fucking swagging on you hoes, put it to put it in, you know, nice terms. <laughs> and so I'm really looking forward to it and I'm happy that people are kind of recognizing now that the album was pretty dope. I feel like it didn't get the respect you were supposed to get. Yeah, well, I think it I think it is getting respect now. Like it, and I guess like what happened was people started talking about it. Like I, I it was like for some reason, like somebody on Twitter is like, yo, this is three year anniversary anti, like Blah, blah blah and like there you saw people kind of like chiming in and say oh shit i love that album that sh- oh shit that album's great blah 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 and then like rihanna herself had to chime in just because like the groundswell of people kind of like you know saying like oh this album is great and i remember like when it came out <laughs> way back when <laughs> three years ago most kind of polarizing you know like i i, th- I think like you know, if you're expecting a Rihanna album, like this was her like take on like this, like you you know it was dark, it was moody, it was very much like I wouldn't say like indie rock, but it was like industrial. Industrial. You know? They weren't they weren't the club bangers that way. At least consist. There were some club bangers, but not club as, bangers, but like as consistently as yeah, you'd expect. Yeah. So yeah. like you know, as I and it's weird too because like. It's a pop album, but like it does not feel like a pop album. You know, it feels like you know, F, you know, like you know, FK Twigs album. It feels like you know some of these other like kind of experimental R and B albums. But she able, she was able to take that like, you know, that kind of like atmosphere, but also kind of make it pop at the same time. Yeah, agreed. You know, and she had Tame and Paula cover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like that was random. You had like Travis Scott, who was basically that 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 who was in pure Travis Scott mode doing those that I love that song. Oh, it's great. I love that song because it was like it was basically like a B side from Rodeo, which is Travis <laughs> Scott's best album. So yeah, no, it, yeah, I love that song. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's a great, great, great record. So it's cool. Like it's 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 it's. Well, it's what's cool about it, even though it's done in a way where it's like, remember when that old school album? It's cool where, like, in this crazy like cycle that we're in now, where like literally songs come and disappear within like two days, that people are still bumping, you know, anti, you know, years later. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's a pleasant surprise. Pleasant surprise. Yeah. And after that, so talk about the new music, new music, new music for moi, and I think for both of us is Toro y moi. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, he dropped. So this album is like, I guess, like <laughs> again, like <laughs> time moves so fast. He dropped it like what two weeks ago. Yeah, maybe. And like, oh my god, so old, so yeah, long it's, ago. It's 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 it's, it's, it's rap, man. It's, 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 <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's like the album's called uh, what's Outer Peace, and you know, like. I thoroughly enjoyed this album. Like, I feel like Tor- Toro Imo's like later works have been kind of like 
lacking. I feel like his first three albums are probably one of my favorite albums of the past 10 years. Like, debate me. Um, and I think his last few projects have kind of been scattershot. And I, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I've had conversations about how, like, when, um, I don't think of, like, Causes of This, like, came out. Like, it just sounded like nothing else. That was just so, like, lush and atmospheric. And then, like, he did, like, I think it's like what's well, up behind the pine or something like that. Like it's this follow up album. He had the same sound, but it was just like all mini rock, like with a full live band. Yeah, you know, and he was able to kind of switch it up, but still make like be constant. And now he's doing a lot more like production work. I feel like since he moved out to the West Coast, like he's doing a lot more like beat making, uh, which he's always done. He's always been a beat maker. He's always like admired hip hop. But I think with this album, I think he's kind of like merged some of those like older sensibilities with his like newer beat making like you know uh, chops, and also like taking some cues from like trap music and taking some cues from like you know where the culture is in 2018, 2019. Yeah, absolutely. He's got some straight trap bangers on there, and the thing is with him is the fact of where like I have to admit I kind of got on the wave a little later. Because for me, I thought his albums were a little more down-tempo. As he kind of played it with genre more and became more rock, and specifically more dance music, is where I kind of hopped on the wave. And for me, it's why I love this record, is because it's kind of along that those ways, where he's somebody where, you know, it's it's not... You could definitely make an argument of Tori Iman and Vaporwave in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was very chill, very relaxed, you know. It's, it's, it's you know, it's... The idea of where, you know, he was the chill wave god. He was somebody where it was very, very, you know, it, it's, it's, he, it was more atmospheric, very pretty, very well made. And it's cool to kind of see him get funkier and just more danceable over as far as time goes yeah. on. Yeah. And um, I think of this record, what I found fascinating is the fact of where he plays of like straight up dance music. He plays of hip hop. He plays of trap. But he also plays with his own sensibilities. And it's it's upbeat and it's still fun. Like, you know, I think my favorite guest appearance here is a band called Wet, who play, they play very subdued, slow indie rock. You know, very female-led, female vocals. And he has them here, but basically singing like, you know, a, like almost like a pop hook. You know what I'm saying? Upbeat pop hook. Well, that's the trap song, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, <laughs> and, and you know, like, it's funny when you say trap bangers. It's like trap, but like deconstructed. Yeah, like it's it's not like you have the heavy sinister bass lines, but it's definitely you have the hi hats, you have the bass, but it's just it's fun. Like I said, it's it's what's cool about him is somebody where over time I'm gonna say that the earlier slower stuff was fun, but it definitely fit a certain mood. Like what I like about it is that he's making music where it's just like we're, we're gonna go on a fun car ride to somewhere. Yeah, you know some of these songs. I think it's ordinary pleasures. I believe where it's it's almost upbeat. It's like disco-y. Where it's like, oh, I could put this on a set. And you know, if I'm a DJ, and oh I'm, yeah, and, and I could put this on, and people will be dancing to it. And it's cool to see him grow as an artist, particularly somebody who, like you said, he's been very experimental. Where he's somebody where he, you know, he was playing with like loops and samples. And was he had that one throwaway album? Was it like Jessica? I forget. The, I forget the name of the album, but um, he's made a shit ton of albums. Yeah, he has. He had that weird. Because he threw that, it, basically he's somebody where he's definitely a musician and he's testing things out, but it's cool to kind of hear him always bring it back to pop and always bring it back to things that are well written and well concise. Like his sketches are still very dope. 
And like of this record, what I like about it is the fact of where it's almost very because there's, there's there's a vibe guiding it all. So even though he's somebody where he's worked with like instrumentation and live music, here it feels like there's almost nothing really necessarily live per se. Yeah, a lot of it is still electronic music, but it's still very funky. It's still upbeat. It's got a certain vibe to it. It's a certain kind of you could just tell kind of he's on some like yo I'm here chilling with my laptop. Yeah, you know keyboard so and so and it makes something dope. But what's cool about it is the fact that he's doing this kind of music, and like you said, it's deconstructed. Where he has a trap song, it'd been very easy for him to basically hop on to fucking YouTube, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pay some kid twenty five bucks for some free loop studio shit, and then bam, you've got a Tori Moi song. But no, he sat there and he made this little fucking little like like I'll say quote unquote banger, but in his own way, where he's got this indie rock band basically serving as you know Bon Iver, you know, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I I'm curious if that was like a deliberate choice where he's just like you know what. I'm going to further deconstruct trap to have this indie rock like chicks like singing like these trap kind of hooks or if it's just like they were just in the studio and he's just like, like on some like you know <laughs> smoking weed <laughs> yeah I mean I feel like it's the former I feel like he, he knows what he's doing like he understands like like I, I've, I've I've always admired Tori Moore like I, I've been a huge fan of him because I, I think you know he's like black and Filipino and he grew up in like South Carolina, and like I, I remember like watching interviews of him and like like him being like such an outsider, like being like biracial, not fitting with black people, not fitting in with like the Filipino culture, being the South, like not fitting in, you know, like like he's a weirdo, and I think he's always kind of played on that. He's always kind of like you know been like okay with that, and he's also probably like the most introverted person you'll ever meet, you know, like, like he's played on all those things. You can hear that in his music. So like, you know, him having, you know, this indie rock band on a trap, like a uh, trap uh, uh, track might just be him making a statement, <laughs> but, you know, and it's, it's kind of cool to kind of hear that in music um, and kind of, it's cool to hear him, you know, pushing the boundaries without pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Like it's not, yeah. And embracing it because that'd be funny if any if if you expect a like a, a music nowadays suck kind of credo, it'd be for somebody like him. He's somebody where he's been intentionally outside of the paradigm of what's traditionally seen as being popular quote unquote black music, and he's been sitting there making all this stuff kind of right outside, but still very much there. The four four house was it? What was this? It was beneath the pines. What was the house? Almost a four four influence album he had. Uh, almost discoy. That was like, um, I think that uh, anything in return. It's like, like I said, he's got so many albums. He's got so many albums. Yeah. I think underneath the pine was like maybe some four four, um, but I know like that was a live band. So and then I, like anything in return, I think was like kind of like the same thing. All right, but then like I, I didn't really like what four, and then like Boo Boo was kind of like more dancey, um, and then he has like. 50 different aliases, too. Yes. You know, like, listens. Like, he has, like, a ton of different, like, projects he's put out under different aliases. So, no, I think the dude is a musical genius. Like, and I, I'm, I'm realizing that he doesn't want to be famous. Because I feel like, especially now, like, he could partner, like, with, you know, a Beyonce and make a track. He could partner with, like, whoever and make a track. Like, I feel like those pop artists are trying, like Ariana Grande or whatever. Like I feel like they're trying to tap into like whatever this, like you know, 
dance disco movement is. Going back to anti, how you know, it's, it's it's not really unusual to have like all the big pop albums. It feels like it's 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 rare. It's exper- I, and I, I hate to say it as if experimentals quote unquote in, but definitely the way the rules are, it's it's everybody's trying to push against certain things just because it's time for a new sound. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, look, like, Christina Aguilera has a song with Gold Link. Yeah. Which is a banger, <laughs> by the way. You know, I wasn't expecting that. But, like, yeah, so, like, yeah, all these pop stars are trying, like, to, to kind of, like, uh, push the envelope within their world. And I feel like a Toro would be great for that, to produce that, that track. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I feel like that, that's not his thing. I, I feel like he's in his zone. Yeah, I feel like in this album, he was especially in his zone. Like, I just felt like he was like confident and he knew what the fuck he was doing with his album. Awesome. So, yeah, no, it's true. It's, it's one of my, I think for me, it's, it's, I'm like, it's, it's actually not probably my favorite Tori Moore album. Like I said, it, it's something where I feel I like can't he's go most, that far. No, it's, I feel like it's consistent. I feel like it's something where it is, I don't want to fast forward to anything. It's got a vibe to it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a solid piece of work from beginning to end. From moi, at least. Ah, I see what you did there. Ah, see. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna go home and listen to causes of this and, on vinyl. Oh, so you're one of those dudes. Yeah, or underneath the pine on it's, vinyl. It's good, but it's not as good as his old stuff. That's right. Maybe put it on something, young buck. Come That's over here. Right. Come over here to this collection. Certified. This is music snob. 1973. Right <laughs> it was Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a back alley bar. Suddenly. I was out there. Tori Moore came out. I know it was before he was born, but still. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled out there with this thing called the laptop and some MIDI controllers, and he blew my mind. <laughs> Let's open up for James Brown. <laughs> uh, and on that note, and people. on that note. But, um, yep. Uh, basically, as usual, you know the rules. Click likes. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everybody. We've got some things cooking. We've got a special Valentine's Day episode. Special Valentine's soon. Day episode. You know, because uh, you've been hearing dudes whine for almost a year now. We figured we'd mix it up, have, you know, other voices here kind of discussing certain things, certain musics. We have women in our lives. We do. We're, but, you know. But, and they send us out here so that would have to deal with us for about an hour. That's so right. That's how we had this podcast <laughs> <going> to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, like, like definitely stay tuned for that. Yep. Uh, keep subscribing. <laughs> Reach out to us. Somebody reached out to us and had some beef with us about one of our opinions. And they reached out. Might be on the show. Yeah. We you might, know? We might, we might put you on the show. It might. It also might be on site, too. <laughs> <laughs> or we might show up with yeah, some, you know, you know, the blicky. You know what I'm saying? Or we might show up with some ski masks. Dun, dun, I don't know. Dun. But no, no, no. Like, like real, real talk. Like, reach out. Like, I love, like, because, you know... Like we talk all the time, but yeah. I love it when we get feedback from from, from listeners. Absolutely. It's great, and, and it's an ongoing conversation with us all. We're all in this together, Be- better or for us. All in the same game. Yep, yep, yep. All, all right, right, people. Peace, peace. peace.